foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. We have been talking about the scriptures being complete, being adequate, and the scriptures being enough for our lives. And so when we wrap all of that up, it's about having this security in a relationship with God, knowing He loves me. I can trust Him. He cares for me. He is my strong tower, my fortress, my redeemer, my helper, my security. And all of that gives me a place of living that goes beyond whether I should buy a Buick or a Mercedes or whether I should buy this house or that house or make this job a career or to be a stay-at-home mom. Well, and when when those are threatened, then you do have your anxieties and your perplexities, don't you? And so it well, is... sure. Well, and then here is the solution. So let's just throw in a little practical application in establishing our foundation. Okay. So let's just say that you know that all those things are available for you, but you're not able to latch on to them right now. Right. All right. Then in Isaiah 30, it says, and so I'm just going to read this to you as though God's talking to you. Well, Sharon, if you would return and rest, I have your deliverance. If you would just lean on me in quietness and confidence, that will be your strength. Oh, but Sharon, you said, no, I can't do that. I must trust in the circumstances that's around me. I must see the deliverance from the things that are made available to me from this world. And then the Lord says, well, then you're going to have a tough time, Sharon. Now that's liberally paraphrasing Isaiah 30, 15. Okay. But he's already given a solution for any anxiety that one has. And that is you've got to take your heart and return it back to me and rest in me. The very things... You said that he is to you, your confidence, your your shields, your protector, your fortress, your refuge, mm-hmm. your your father God. So having said all of that, there's some implications that we can have uh, about knowing the scriptures. And let's just touch on those. Okay. Okay. Uh, God's word is a necessary and a essential component of our life. It is our daily guide and our nourishment for our body our soul, and our spirit. So it can help us not only think different, it can help us to feel different, and it can strengthen us because there is a proverb that says, if you have an illness, your spirit can sustain you, but a broken spirit, who can bear? Mm. So the Word of God can help sustain you in a physical or emotional illness, perplexity, being overwhelmed, having a loss of a loved one, or some of the injustices that people are experiencing now. But a broken spirit, who can bear? Right. So the need that we need to protect every part of our body so that we can stay and live successfully in an age where we have been born. 
Right. All right. Then how about you giving us another one? Well, I think it's important that we know that the Word of God is not in addition to anything. Like philosophy, we don't add it to anything else. It is standalone. Now, we don't want to sound like we're enemies of philosophy. Uh, I believe that the, the secular philosophy of life can help diagnose your sin patterns. Oh, Because man's wisdom, that's about as high as we can go. And that's a lot of what's happening today. People are using philosophies to look for solutions. Mm -hmm. A philosophy can help you diagnose the wrong, but a philosophy does not have the answers for the troubles that uh, plague us. Okay. But man's wisdom, man's philosophies cannot be used to find solutions in addition to the Word of God. Okay. And then also, and, sense. and also methods. You know, you've heard me visit with you in the past oh, about saying yeah. I don't like methods, right? Or formulas, or, or formulas. step by steps. Yes, yeah. yes. But there is a time that the Word of God gives us tenets or outline, which the Scriptures talk about precept upon precept, line upon line. Mm-hmm. So the Scriptures do have a precept that we can build upon, but we're not going to go to man's methodology. Right. Secular counseling mm-hmm. cannot give us the answer to an eternal problem of sin. That's right. So now, Jenny, the third implication of the scriptures is God's word allows a person to view life through the eyes of God. John 1, 1 through 4, I'm going to read. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Well, I think with John 1, 1 through 4, we can continue on with Matthew 5, where in verse 14, it says, Now you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a mountain or a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket. But the light is to be seen by all. And so if Jesus Christ is the light of the world, and then we are told to be the light of the world, I think we now have our mission assigned to us. I think we have our calling. Well, think about it, Janie. If we're talking about the Word of God being Jesus Christ, and He has told us to eat this Word, to ingest it, then that is how we become the light of the world. If we're not reading our scriptures and we're rejecting it and we're neglecting it and we're offended by it, then we're not ingesting it and allowing it to come out and be a light to the earth. I don't know if you knew the little chorus from the old days. Surely you do. This little light of mine. Oh, yes. I'm going to let it shine. Uh All right. Oh, yeah. And then the second verse is hide it under a bushel. No, and that's what it says. We aren't going to put it under a basket. That is Matthew five fifteen, singing the scriptures. Right. No, we're going to let it shine. And then uh, the third one was we won't let Satan blow it out. That's right. And that's really where we're having to stand today. We're having to be a light. And it's never too late when you are willing to come under the authority of the scriptures in Jesus Christ to let your light start to shine. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, uh, as we can see in history, when people came under persecution, they were scattered, but they became bold. Yeah. 
when the persecution hit them. Their hearts. Well, they were, started praying. The disciples started praying for boldness that's too. That's right. In Acts, I believe it's chapter six or so. And so that's where we need to be willing to to have prayer. Is that the body of Christ will rise up? Yes. They will see where we have been complacent, to where we have let the light go out and neglected the word of God. And once again, the exhortation that we need to be functioning as one body. We don't right. need to be having separate views on everything that cause us to separate in right. fellowship, but that we're focused on building one another up and protecting one another. Right, because the word of God isn't divided. Jesus Christ is not divided. That's right. John fourteen six goes back and says that no one can come unto the Father except through me. And my flesh can get very offended at that because we want to believe there's something good in us, Sharon. Right. We've got problems. Yeah, we've got flesh. And yeah, we need Jesus. But there's just something in us that if we act better, talk better, do better, that we can make ourselves better. Right. Right. But the Lord is explicit that we can't come to the Father, we can't enjoy the Father, we can't grow in the Father and the Lord Jesus if we think there's something that we can do of ourselves. Now, we can be in obedience to what the Word says, but we also have to remember the Romans road where we just, where it just says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Well, this is this is why we are having a hard time. And I say we as a Christian society with the word of God, because it requires us to look at that and see ourselves. You know, if we look at James, James tells us that the word is is like a mirror. It shows us ourselves. It shows us who we are. And a lot of times we don't like what we see when we open the word of God because it reflects, you know, the the sin nature of, of who we really are. And so we just close it and put it to the side. Well, we live in a society, Sharon, to where uh, we're taught you can be whatever you want to be if you apply yourself. Uh, that uh, yes. the idea of being helpless and hopeless uh, rings synonymous with victim. Mm-hmm. And right. so you don't want to appear helpless and hopeless. But the Bible says in Romans uh, 3, there's none righteous, no, not one. There is none who understands. There is none who seeks after God. They have all turned aside. They've all become unprofitable. And there's no one who does good, no, not one. So that leaves us pretty vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And yet when we put on uh, the life of Jesus Christ in salvation, then our helplessness and hopelessness is then in him and we become mighty warriors. All right, Janie, so the five implications of the scripture begins with God's word is a necessary and essential component of life. It is our daily guide and nourishment for body, soul, and spirit. Number two, God's word is not in addition to philosophy and methodology. These tactics are not to be used in place of the word. Thirdly, God's Word allows us to view life through God's eyes. Fourth, God's Word is truth. We can depend on it as the solid, firm foundation for our life. And then last of the five implications of Scripture is that God's Word is the final and supreme authority for us in all that pertains to faith and establishes the standard for normal godly living. And that's why mentoring matters. 
Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hearts Ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHearts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.